Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Welcome back to Coolin' Out. Kev. Sal. Rel. We got Antonia mm-hmm. in the building. Welcome. <laughs> I do Welcome it every week. Out. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, you see the little, you hear that? Hello, thank you for having <laughs> thank me. Thank you. I give you about five more minutes. She's going to be like, yeah, so, you know, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> you know, I just want to talk. You guys got questions, don't worry about it. I got by way answers. of Harlem. I got answers. <laughs> worry about the way of Harlem, that's funny. Uh, what up, two but fifth? say what up to the people. We gotta get on the mic. Shout two fifth one time. Where's Cameron? Did just come out with an album, you so you know what we talk about? <laughs> no. Ah, uh, she fake Harlem. She ain't been here long enough. I've only been here two months. Yeah, she oh, ain't been okay. too much. She's from Detroit. Yeah, she's from Detroit. Shout out Big Sean. Then I don't. Yeah, know. Big Sean. I'm an mm, Okay, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the people about yourself a quick little blurb. Yeah. Who you are? Okay. What you do? Yeah. Why you on cooling out? Why am I cooling out? So <laughs> my name is Tonya. Let me calm down. Yeah, let me too. No, you can come in on that no as I describe it. Um, I'm a singer songwriter from Detroit, Michigan. I uh, just moved here to pursue my music, and yeah, that's, I mean that's a pretty much it. I'm just writing songs and performing a lot so far in New York, and it's been great. Yeah. I have a question. What, have you question? performed on a subway? No, I don't know if that's really my Don't do that. Style. Don't do it. Don't I do don't that. like interrupting people. It seems invasive. Okay. Because <laughs> I was hoping you wasn't sitting on 14th Street or something. No. Oh, put I some respect on the name. Yeah, no, I just wanted to ask. I usually perform when I'm asked. Okay. Real talk though, but if times get hard, they make bread on the <laughs> they subway. They do, they do. That's I true. I heard before I moved here, my friends were like I googling tried, panhandling, you know. like yeah. rates, like how much they make panhandling and performing. They're like, you could just do that, girl. Like, yeah. If you go like in the <laughs> afternoon, I'll give them a dollar or two. In the morning, that's when I'm like, nah. Yeah. In the afternoon, no. Tunnel vision. Yeah, you get a couple of, you know, dollars. <laughs> but nah, so. Tell us about Detroit. Yeah, like, growing yeah, up in yeah, Detroit. Yeah, growing up in Detroit. What's that yeah, like? Yeah, so um, I grew up in Detroit, just all over the city, um, moved around a lot, and ended up in high school moving outside of Detroit, which was a culture shock. Uh, I moved to more of a suburban, all-white 
area that was a little different. Um, what and area? It's called Wald Lake. Y'all would oh, never know about it. I know it. where Farmington Hills is. Oh, see? And Auburn Hills. Oh, Auburn shit. Hills, that's all I know. Ah, shit. You know what hills? Auburn Hills. That's okay, right. so Auburn, it's not close to Auburn Hills, okay, but it is Farmington close Hill. to Farmington Hills. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm out here. I do my research. Yeah, but like growing up in Detroit, like, <laughs> music wise, like and culture wise, it's just very rich. And so mm-hmm. that always influenced me. Like my family, um, my dad's dad, he was in Motown, like he was cutting records during that era. Um, and so for me, it was always like, and then everyone in, in Detroit, like church is a big thing. Like I didn't grow up in church, but like my family was very like, my outside family, you know, like my not immediate family was always like in church and constantly listening to gospel music. And that influence is huge in Detroit um, as well. So everybody can sing. Mm. Everybody there can sing. Like you're They can not, sing. There's a lot. Like <laughs> okay. that's like, it's like very high standards when it comes down to singing in Detroit. Okay. And that is influenced by Motown and gospel music. Um, but yeah, so it's just had a major influence on me deciding to you know, pursue my singing career and music career in general. Um, so, yeah, that's it. So, when did you, I, I don't know, I've never been able to sing. Well, like, when did you realize you could sing? Like, when was that first moment when you could realize, like, wow, I sound good or someone told you you sounded good? So. I'm still waiting on my moment. But. Yeah, maybe today it'll come. I don't know. Um, so. The don't moment, hype him. I know, I'm like, let me calm down. Okay. For me, the moment that I was kind of like mostly encouraged to sing like when i realized i could sing was more so in like like i was always like real modest so like when i was i didn't really be like you know what i can sing so i was like in high school humble very humble and but i started singing in front of people when i was maybe like six years old my Mm. my auntie would always go to church and come back from church and babysit us and be like I know you can sing better than these girls because I guess she'd hear me <laughs> singing. And she would mm. always talk about the little girls in church can't sing and I need to be singing <laughs> in church. And she would make me at every family reunion go sing His Eyes on the Sparrow to everybody. She'd be like, okay, you want? she taught me the song and she'd make me sing it to everybody. And she'd be like, no, she can sing. Like they, the, the whole family had this thing with, Mar- at the time, Mariah Carey was big, and like mm-hmm. I'm biracial, and so for them, they were like, "Oh, they talking about a little Mariah you know, like, Carey." They thought I was gonna be a little Mariah Carey, and they would always compare me to her, and like be like, have me singing, and that was like the first time that I was like, open my like my eyes were open to it. You know, I was very young, but that's how I started singing. Was I I dreaded it. I was so nervous. I hated it when I was little, but I kept going, and I love it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you really become comfortable. I really became like comfortable, just like, hmm. You mean like comfortable just singing like on the spot or just in general? Both. Both. Okay, so just comfortable singing on the spot. Honestly, that's come about in the past like five years because mm-hmm. I am, and then I am an introvert. I can be shy. Um, but as far as like singing on stage, it got to the point where I was always like trying. It was like you know what? I'd go on stage like in middle school. I would mess up, like I would be flat, like, you know, I wouldn't be singing, you know, but I have a brother who's a classically trained, like, perfect pitch musician, artist, like pianist, Uh and he would tell me, he was always telling me, he was like, Antonia, you need to do this, like, you're trying, like, I wanted to sing Whitney Houston songs, I wanted to sing when Alicia Keys was able to do what she could do, I wanted to be like that, and that was in middle school, and that was when I would, like, kind of, like, fall and get back up like mm-hmm. I would be like okay I'm gonna go audition for this talent show and I wouldn't make it and like little things would happen and then finally it got to a point where 
you know, the help of my brother and just like wanting the, the, the want to like sing and perform, like I was able to just keep going and like ended up performing. Thank you. Uh, he moved my mic up. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case y'all couldn't hear me. Levels moving. Oh, okay. okay, cool. Yeah, he's also an engineer now. Oh, well. yeah. in, in his spare time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. With some respect on it. Um, but yeah, so that's how I just became comfortable over time performing on stage. It was just a lot of, I mean, trial and error. For oh. me. yeah. Do you remember your first time performing? On the stage? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was in middle school and I sang with another girl. We sang um, Ashanti Foolish. We turned it into oh. a duet. I just oh. heard that over the <laughs> I was in the sixth grade. Yeah, I was in sixth grade and we sang it and I had so much fun. Like we had a whole chore- like we had a choreographed and Everyone was like, that girl you was with couldn't sing. Like, every my Damn. dad, my mama was, like, mm, roasting the girl. Like, my mama and my dad was like, we don't like that you're singing with her. She can't sing. And I'm like. Did you feel that in the moment? No. In the yeah. Moment, I was having fun. Like, I mean, I was 11. And, like, honestly, I was just like, okay, she said, in my mind, she's hitting the notes. Like, for me, it was always about getting into the song. You know, like, I was more into getting into the song and, like. I don't know, just the the structure of songs I've always loved, and that's how I got into songwriting. Mm -hmm. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, like I've always, like I started off as a singer, but I always was writing melodies. Like I had a, once I went into middle school, like in like the eighth grade, I started writing poems, essentially, and then I'd add melodies to it, but I was always like, I don't have any like music to go to it, you know, but I was like, I got these songs, like, when, I, when I'm, I'm not going to college, I'm going to go move to New York and be a singer. Like, that was literally my plan. Like, I remember being 13. My parents didn't know this, but, like, this was just, like, in my head. I was like, hey, well, this that is down. what I'm doing. Like, oh, you yeah. ain't. oh, immediately. You doing what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll Come see about it. Right. <laughs> <Come> about. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, so that's when I started writing just melodies in general, and then my brother, who I said is also a musician, he studied uh, piano and pretty much every instrument. He went away to college when I was getting into high school, and he came back with a guitar, and he would play uh, covers. He'd play Hey Ya, like all these, like just singer-songwriter, real standard, easy chord progression songs, mm-hmm. and I was so intrigued by it. I was like, oh my God, I can sing these songs now without needing a rec- like. A record like at talent shows you'd always have to have like a backtrack and honestly the way my voice was at the time I was an alto I was like I can't always hit the notes of the songs that I like to sing so it'd be cool if I could change the key and play it my own way and so my brother whenever he'd come back and visit I would take his guitar and I would I taught myself how to play it like I would just like go on YouTube and mm-hmm. I was like okay mm-hmm. the songs that I enjoy listening to I learned them and then I was like I told my mom I'm like I need certain things for the guitar to help me change the key so I can lower it so I can sing it the way I want to sing it and so mm-hmm. it's a capo I don't know if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. I'll show it to you but like, I'm confused you said alto and oh, you I have like, oh. are you a soprano alto. now so my voice has oh, shit, expanded bro I, I know some music <laughs> come on now I used to play a couple of instruments back in my days could never sing <laughs> <laughs> my voice has expanded like throughout so when I was in high school I did I was in choir and mm-hmm. in choir I was a uh, uh, contralto so i was like the second alto mm-hmm. so that's the lowest woman's part mm. so that's where i would sing and like in my mind i was like oh i can't 
I can't sing like that, like soprano. Like I kind of had it in my head that I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But then as I like was getting older, the thing is the songs I love to practice to and sing was Anita Baker. Um, Anita Baker and Mariah Carey, Luther Vandross, Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston. All these people are singing up there. Mm -hmm. And I loved trying. And so I would still do it in my personal time, but I wasn't going out on stage like trying to like blow like them. But the older I got, the more confident I got. I realized, like, oh, I can sing this high. And I ended up getting vocal lessons, like, within the past couple of years. And my vocal coach was like, you're not an alto. She was like, you can, you're up here. Like, so I'm an alto at heart. But mm -hmm. if need be, I can explore gotcha. the little soprano oh, shit. range, you know. Well, I mean, so. What? I was in church choir before. You know? <laughs> Come on, church. I was, like, I was like the lowest tenor. <laughs> Imagine you see low. Jarrell clapping his hands. It was like saying, but don't sing too loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh the background of Got you. My so how singing. so you've been writing songs. How long would you say since eighth grade you would say? I'd say that I started so I started writing like lyrics and melody <clears throat> when I was in about eighth grade. And mm. then I picked up guitar when I was sixteen and that's when I started doing more like covers, like top forty hits. All I would do was listen to top forty hits and do covers and then I was like, Okay, like I graduated high school and I started exploring more on the guitar, like what I could do. And then I started getting into the songwriting. So probably gotcha. like 18. Mm. So about 10 years. And then when did recording come into play? Oh, recording came into play a couple years after that. I wrote so I wrote maybe like 10 songs. Like I, I wasn't performing in front of anyone. I was literally just writing for fun. Like I would, I was in school. I ended up going to college. I went to Eastern Michigan University. Hey, Shout out, that you know, to anybody that knows. Probably don't, but um. Oh, that rest, I came out quick. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um. Well, you know, I went to Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> okay, cool. The switch up is real. That's so, when the tea stopped and she started drinking that drinking beer. Drinking the beer. Cider. The cider. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Um, and so at the time, I wasn't performing. Like, I didn't know what. I didn't know how to even explore. Like I was like, I sang all the time in high school, talent shows, all the easy, like that was easy. That was stuff that was just right in front of you. And in college, like I was living off campus, but I was still like going home and like writing songs. And I, there was someone that was looking for a performer. They needed a performer at like a local show where I was going to school. And I was like, I write songs. And I just sent him a bunch of like my demo recordings. And he's like, these are amazing. He's mm. like, yes, come perform. And so I literally started almost having gigs every week, like at local like songwriting shops where I would just play my guitar and sing all my songs. And then a year or so passed and someone was like, you should be, these need to be recorded. And mm. at the time I didn't, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, let's just, re let's record my song. So I literally <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> booked studio time at a really nice studio in Detroit. Mm called Studio A, because I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand what production... I never listened to the song in a producer's way. Mm -hmm. I always listened to a song in lyric melody. Yeah. Like, in the structure. I never listened to it like, okay, like, drums, bass. Like, I that never, you know, spoke to me. Um, so when I went to the studio, I just... I recorded a very, very nice demo, a very expensive demo, just me, guitar, and a couple songs on piano. Mm -hmm. And... <clears throat> that was the first time I recorded any of my songs because I would be I ended up doing like festivals in the city I was living in for college like paid fest paid gigs and they were like where's your music like where can we get your music and I was like 
I don't know. I was like, I'm just thinking, you know, like in my mind, I was like, I was so oblivious to like wow. the fact that like this yeah. is people like the, you know, but it got to the point where it was like constant. Like I was getting like a lot of momentum there. And so I recorded the demos and I released them. And that was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I was in like my first studio experience. And like I was able to see. But after that, I was like, I played my songs for my parents. And they were like, Antonio, you need background music that's when I was like you're right like I should probably you know like explore but I didn't know where to even begin with that I was like I don't know anybody that does that like I said I was introverted like I wasn't out Mm -hmm. meeting people like I was literally like going home writing songs Mm -hmm. and then when people asked me to come sing for them I'd come sing for them yeah more it sounds more natural it wasn't like oh I need to do this no it was literally just like I just did what I love to do. Like it really was my outlet and mm-hmm. people liked the songs. That was the best part was like, these people like my songs. Like I'm like, these are really personal. Like I write very honestly. Like I'm not like the way I, as a songwriter, I really believe in being like authentic. And you know, there's a lot of different ways to write a song right now. Like, I mean, I could write a pop song, you know. I could like, write some shit. <laughs> you know? like, that's just, it's not my style. I write based off of my personal experiences, and if I haven't experienced it, I usually have a hard time writing about it. That's what I was going to ask, because yeah. I saw um, Sabrina Claudio, I think, <clears throat> yeah. last night. Ooh. How was Sabrina that? Claudio. She's, she's a, dope. She's a, yeah, she's pretty dope. And I found out that she actually <laughs> doesn't write songs based on her experience. She just writes them out of the blue. So she's never really felt the emotions she's felt in that she portrays in the song. Mm-hmm. She just writes it and sings yeah. it. So I was going to ask you, like, Mine's is the, the yours is the opposite? Yeah, like, I think when I started writing, I was more on that wave where it was kind of like some of the songs I'd be like, I like, I would write about relationships with situations I had never been in. Like, I was mm-hmm. young, I'm like, but I was still coming up with things. But now as I write, it's really more, it's such a cathartic experience for me that I'm writing based off of like everything that I've gone through. Like, and I'm like, I go through like phases where I won't write for like a year, but I'm like collecting. I call mm. it like a collecting phase where I'm experiencing everything I'm experiencing. And then when I'm ready to like connect those dots, that's when I start writing. And then I'll go into like the sharing. <clears throat> Do you keep notes or you just keep this oh, all in I your head? Lots of oh, notes. okay. I lots of voice memos, lots of notes. Mm. Yeah. I'm always, even on the, if I'm on the subway and I think of like a line or like if I'm just feeling a type of way, I'll just write it down. I'm like, okay. And I'll revisit it. Like I, even today I wrote a couple lyrics a, a couple weeks ago. Like I wrote like almost like a, like a poem, like just a couple verses. Mm-hmm. And today I had a chord progression in my head. I was like, this would be really cool. And I was like, I wonder what I could say to this. And so I go back and I look at my notes and I'm like able to go from there it gives me like a drawing board but that process has changed over the years for sure so mm. yeah that's what wow. kendrick did on damn life of a creator huh? <laughs> that's Word, right? i'm always like Yo. yeah that's y'all look so, so intrieved i'm like you no because we, 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 we don't live like this we don't live like this go to work yeah. <laughs> come do the podcast go yeah. home <laughs> well jarell does uh choir practice um he raps as well what's the other one you do you're what? a cook oh a chef a chef my bad i ain't none of those things okay. <laughs> this, is a this is a renaissance man i wanted to ask you about a song <laughs> i listened to which i think is fire to be loved Oh, you is that, that one. the beat is just like it hit me when I was listening to it today. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Yes. 
But is that from a personal experience as well, or is that? I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Oh yeah, thing see that is that's a fire song, ain't it? Yeah, like, oh, that okay, cool. um, that was actually the first. I'm trying to. Yeah, that was the first song that I actually recorded with a producer that like we like that producer we both he started getting into production right when I was getting into my songwriting and we went to high school together and like throughout college I was like I see that you're you know trying to do some production where you want to help me because like apparently I need music yeah. you know like I need some background <laughs> allegedly they, they <laughs> say that's what everyone keeps saying people keep saying so like help me and might like, as well yeah and I felt comfortable <laughs> and he's a great musician so I was able to work with him on that song and yeah that is a that is from personal experience I started writing it it's it's this the way it went though is I start writing the song sometimes and something will happen and I'll get ex- inspiration to finish it so I had started writing that song about something else like just random thing like that song was like I started it off like very I don't I really don't remember what I started writing that about and I put it away for a while and then I started dating someone mm. and I got my heart broken and all that fun stuff and I was like fun. this is and I literally like that I remember like that week I was like what do I have like and I went to like all my my notes and I was like oh yeah this was a good song like I remember liking like the way I played the guitar on it. And I was like, okay, like the guitar has more of a beat to it, you know, like, and so I was able to finish the song after that breakup. And so, uh, yeah, like I had started it about something else, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I was alluding to that. I figured yeah. something happened along those no, lines. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's yeah, I yeah. wanted to know. But For sure. That, yeah. that, but that, that's, that, that, that's crazy to me. It's like more of like a coping mechanism in a sense. Cause like you said, you it got is. your heart broken and within that week you're like, what song do I have that I can like, you know, write yeah. on top of this? Whereas yeah. the average person just has to deal with that heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. It's therapeutic. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. Like I remember I wrote it and I was like, dang, this feels so good. Like it felt so good. And like, I, it took me a while to get to the point to record it. So I recorded that I think maybe two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had written it probably five years ago. But, wow. um, you know, like it's as far as like the just life experiences, it's so writing is my that's my thing like it gets me through if, if even if i'm like sad happy i'm like i can write about this like and i'm becoming more and more comfortable like with me as a person mm. to the point where i'm like letting go of like idea you know like the idea that i need to be like this type of songwriter i need to be writing like this and i'm just doing more like me like just how it was in the beginning mm. how often are you writing Daily. Daily now. Mm. Ever since I moved to New York, it's been daily. But the thing is, I was in a nine to five back home. I wasn't happy. Like, I wasn't, I just knew I wasn't living in my purpose. Like, yeah. something just. Detroit wasn't doing it? No. Like, That's I surprising. was just like. Damn, <laughs> gang. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want everybody to know. I'm going to give them that, yo, like, Twitter handle. Follow you. Detroit wasn't doing it for me and like I was performing a lot in Detroit <laughs> though but I had writer's block I had it off and on for like four years like I mean oh, every hmm. time I dated I'd get writer's block whenever I had a boyfriend I wouldn't be able to write I would literally your focus was off what I think it was focus and I think that I was dating people that weren't there for it if that makes sense like it was more so mm. I wasn't dating people that you know, like we're encouraging me to do my. It was literally like yeah, they were taking you away from your craft. It was taking craft. me away from my craft, mm. and I was like, "This is shout to y'all." 
Like, yeah, I got a couple of songs. Um, <laughs> got a couple of diss tracks. Yeah, I got a couple of diss tracks. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, Detroit is a it's a cool place, but for me, it just wasn't a good fit. I was really uninspired. Like I said, I was working a nine to five that I I liked, but it was just like mm, means to an end. Like I know in my heart that this isn't what I want to do, and I had never said to myself since I was like 13 when I was like I moved to New York to be a singer I had never said it out loud that I can do this like that wasn't something that as an adult like in reality that I was telling myself but I got to the point where I was like life is too short like I don't there it's possible like I don't see there are people that are moving here making it you know there are people with less than me that are able to pursue their music because they believe in themselves. And I think that that's what I was lacking. And so, you know, I had kind of like a coming to moment. I went to California this summer, like Northern California in like the mountains, secluded from everything, just like visiting a friend who was also a singer songwriter and stayed there for a week. And like, I was like, I can't go back to Michigan. And that was in July. And I was like, I can't go back to Michigan. I was like, I can't stay here because I don't, I'm, I don't want to live with this person. And I was like, I can't stay here. But I can't go back. And I was like, I think I'm going to move to New York City. Like, mm -hmm. my brother lives here. He's been living here for five years. New York has always been on my radar, but I always had a new excuse. I always had a new ex reason why I couldn't move. Mm -hmm. It was always like, well, your lease. Wow. What about your lease, Antonia? Like, I always had a new reason, like, why? Like, well, you need to make sure you have a job. All these things. And I was in California, and I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to do it. And I left California, and I came back. Uh, this was, like, last week of July. And I told everyone, I'm like, I'm moving to New York in a month. And, and my mom was like, wait, what? You're just going to, you're leaving? Get the belt. Get the belt. So you know you're not too old for this belt. <laughs> oh, you done my lost mom, your mind. <laughs> my mom was like devastated. She was like, well, if it's your dream, you know. She was like, it's your dream, okay. Like, And so I had to figure it all out. There was a lot of uh, loose ends I had to tie up. I did have an apartment lease. Mm. And I had to, I had it through March, but my sister just happened to get out of a relationship with mm. who she was living with, and had nowhere to live, and was enrolled at a college that's downtown in Detroit. And was like, I don't have anywhere to stay. I was like, this Shout is perfect. The family. Mm -hmm. So she took over my lease, and my brother was like, Well, you can come stay on my couch as long as you need to. And I was like, He was like, I don't care. He's like, If you're pursuing your music, you can stay here as long as you want. And he's like, but you have to pursue your music. He's like, don't get a full-time job. He that's was like, that's brother. the easy way out. Yeah. My brother, yeah, he's got my back. Like, he's very Word. firm and, like, he don't play, but, like, he's got my back. And with, like, just, like, the support of my friends and family, I just, within a month, I moved here in September. So I, like, made the decision in July and got everything together and left in wow. September. Yeah. And wow. how's life been since? It's been crazy. Like, I've performed more here than I was performing in Detroit. That's like, how life is in New York City. It's so, so awesome. many opportunities. I'm like, this is exactly what I needed. I was like, this is what I wanted. Like, And I am still, like, starting off. Like, there's, like, I have a whole list of, like, my goals, what I want to, you know, where I want to go next. Like, but, Never written down? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh. I have them written down. I keep them, like, time stamped, too. So I know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I said this then, you mm -hmm. know? So, yeah. like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so... You know, like right now, it's really I'm just trying to get my name out there and just performing as much as possible with my guitar. But like eventually I want to be with a band, you know, booking like more paid gigs, like at like more of the like prominent venues. Mm -hmm. That's like my next, you know, like goal. And in the midst of all that, I'm writing a lot. So, you know, there's still that other, you know, avenue of 
you know, revenue in the music industry, songwriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like even if I'm not performing most of these songs, like if I meet the right people and connect with the right people, that's and a they major get songs, Then you know that's something too. So I'm like thinking like business wise, and I'm also thinking like creative wise and like mm-hmm. performance wise and branding wise. I'm like thinking the whole big picture for myself, and like I feel like a new person, you know. So I'm like, mm-hmm. who am I as an artist right now? Like I'm figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like definitely feeling more certain than I was a year ago, you know. So it's been more like rejuvenated. Yes, I feel so motivated, and the city makes me feel that way too. Yep. Because everybody here is like best of the best. Everybody here is on the move. Yeah. Everybody here is determined. Everybody here is. I don't know about you know, but a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot, a lot of, of the people that are. You know, like me as an artist coming to the city or coming in here because they believe in themselves. Hungry, and I like yeah. that. Like being around that, I love it. Like that feeds me and I, it's a positive wave. You know, like that's positivity. And not saying like Detroit doesn't necessarily have it because I love my city, but you know, I didn't have that. It wasn't enough for me. Like I needed, mm-hmm. I needed more. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't be playing the same, like in front of the same crowd every month. You know, like, and obviously, like, I had, like, a fan base, so people would come to my shows, but it would get to the point where it was, like, everyone's just coming to the same show, supporting the same people, like, you know, and I wanted something different. And also, my sound isn't full-on R&B, so, like, for me, I never felt like I, like, fit into, like, the R&B scene, mm-hmm. you know, and so, like, for me, it was, like, oh, I'm more, like, acoustic-y R&B folk, you know, and so I'm trying to find a niche and explore, and I think New York is a good starting point, even though, like, I'm not necessarily doing it at you know, early time in my life, I'm just like, I'd rather do it late than well, never. It's been two months, right? Yeah, yeah it's only been two yeah. months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yo, we should link uh, her with NYC Grind. Yes. Yes, you yeah. definitely have to get linked with them. They do a bunch of, um, it's not just like musicians, talent it's just showcase. like talent, talent showcases oh, dope. all throughout yeah. Brooklyn and it'd be mad yeah. people up in there. Oh, wow. It's packed. Yeah. We'll, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, we'll have to link you with them. But then yeah. secondly, I wanted to say, I'm so glad that you're thinking about the bigger picture as far as like your songwriting and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Because me and my girl were just watching um, Escape. They have some new reality TV show on yes. Bravo. Yeah. And like, wait, what? Escape. The 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 group with the tiny the tiny yeah. and, and candy. I thought they hated each other. They did, but they got back together. They need some they money. Got it. They got it. <laughs> but <laughs> they get it together for the money. They need some money, <laughs> but no. But you know who doesn't need <laughs> money is Candy. Candy Boris. Yeah, she wrote so many songs I didn't even know. She wrote No Scrubs. She wrote Bills, yeah. Bills, Bills for Destiny's Child. Yep. She just wrote some song for uh, Ed Sheeran. I forgot his last big hit. She just wrote. Oh the yeah, song. the yes. Shape of You. They Shape have, of You. They she have wrote writing that. credit on that. Yeah, she had writing credit on that, and I was just like, yo. My people, grandkids people, on those residuals. She, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she's eating, and like, it just, it was just, th- I was just sorry, it just made me think of that. No, really? said, is she yeah. in the show? Yeah, she is on the show. Oh wow! But, I mean, Very no, kind of if you watch the show though, you'll see. You can like, tell the other, the, other, don't bother me. the other three need her. They like keep constantly like pulling on her because like yeah, they need her to be back on that. But that was yeah. just the point. The point is that I'm, I'm happy you're like thinking about the bigger pictures. A lot yeah. of artists don't. Yeah, and it's like my roots. Like I like I am a singer. Like I can you know if someone needed me on the track, I could do it. But the songwriting is my, I feel like that's my thing. Like, I'm still honing that skill and, like, developing it. It's constant. But I love that. Like, that's something that I'll do forever. I'll do it forever. Even when I can't sing. Mm. Like Mariah, you know. You sure? I'm going to go. Okay. Nah, like, so do you, like, see any differences between, like, you performing in Detroit versus you performing in New York City? Like, do you find, like, the crowd to be... um more difficult or anything of that nature like just 
Honestly, Detroit had tough crowds. Like, yeah. Detroit people look at you and they're like, what you got, girl? Like, and you got to be able to, like, blow. Like, you have to blow these people away. Detroit was rough. I So far where I've performed in New York, I've it's been really, people have been really, like, re- well-received. Like, mm-hmm. it's been, so far I haven't, I'm trying to think, because honestly, for the past two months, I've performed every once a week. And I'm trying to think of, wow. it's you been here, crazy. Like, it just, like, escalated. Like, I did an open mic, and then everything, like, I've only done one open mic. I wanted to do, I thought I was going to be doing an open mic a week till I got people, like, wanting me to do things. I did an open mic, and all of a sudden... I got a gig from Matt, and then I got a gig from Matt, and then I got a gig from Matt, and then from Matt, it's like just been crazy. Oh, you, you sound like these She's artists humble. out here. Right? Actually, I you know, you know I, mean? I did one open mic, and then you know gigs. Just started <laughs> like it just there. started coming, and so yeah. like for me, the, so far, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Um, so far, the it, the crowds have varied. It's I, but to be honest with you, the hardest crowd has been at the open mic that I did. Like they yeah, open mics are hard. Yeah, like they were just like. You know, whatever. Like, and it, I don't know. Like, there's a lot that goes into, I think, capturing an audience. You know, I think including sound system. Even if a sound system is isn't very clear, a really good artist sometimes won't be able to be received as well as they mm-hmm. could be. You know, um, but I think that you know the open mic crowds are like people that are going to see like, okay, what is this? What is going on? You know, like yeah. some people like they're like, please don't be terrible. And there are people that get up on stage and it might be their first time, so they're not as seasoned and you know, maybe they're not up to some people's standards. So it just has it varies, but so far the audiences in New York have been really good. I've enjoyed them. Mm, that was yeah. wise of you to say that. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> I haven't have heard this and been yeah, like, Oh word. Damn Jarrell set you up. Well I just haven't <laughs> a lot of people were telling me they're like, Yeah, you know, like in because like I've been meeting a lot of artists in the mm-hmm. midst of me yeah. performing and they'll be like, Oh, so like have you noticed like New York is tough? Like the crowds are so tough here. Like I go everywhere else, everyone's so nice and I'm like, honestly, like Detroit is tough. Like really? the crowd and I think a lot of artists and people from the city in Detroit would agree. Like it's like They'll just, it's just blank. Like, I'm telling you, like, these people are lots of gospel influence, like singing, like mm, me going sang. in there and singing a little bit of, like, <laughs> you know, an acoustic version of an Ed Sheeran song isn't going to impress them, you know? So, mm. like, for me, things that, like, I like to do sometimes isn't really what that is for them, but yeah. you just, I think it really built me a thick skin for me. I like, would fit right in in Detroit. Detroit is tough. <laughs> That's a, me. They are rough. I come to your show and just look right Blank at you, stand right stare. in the front. <laughs> Let me tell you how many blank stares I've gotten where I'm like, all right, did they hear me? And I'd go up to my mom after. I'm like, could they not hear? And she'd be like, no, honey, it was great. And I'm, like, okay. I'm like, that means they just wasn't they, feeling it, it, you know? And that happens. Like, not every, I'm not for everybody. That's mm. another thing. Like, I'm in the midst of building my audience. Yeah. And something I had to remind myself because I didn't want it to get Ooh. to me when people weren't super receptive like mm-hmm. if every because it's an ego you know like if i my ego's too involved it'll be like oh my god people weren't like say you know like clapping that must mean i wasn't good i had to let go of that notion and start accepting the fact that my uh, the people that are on their phones and when i start singing lift their head up and listen that's my audience those are the people i need to be marketing to like the people that are like what you know like i don't need to pay attention to the naysayers the people that aren't really checking for me that's them that's fine maybe one day they'll catch on but like right now like i had to like train my mind to focus on like the positive like 
the positive feedback yeah and like realizing like that's my audience those are the people that are going to be buying my music so i need to you know i need to be focused more on them and less on like oh everyone didn't like me you know because mm. i would do that i would like pity party myself and be like i must not have done good because everyone didn't like it like that's literally like what i would do for quite some time but i'm to the point where it's like nope like the people that liked it those are my people like that's who i'm no, it's important. That's yeah. big. That's yeah. Put the ego aside, yeah. Yeah, how yeah, long did exactly. it take for you to overcome that? Because I can imagine mm. that must have been a tough hit yeah. to, to anyone's that ego. That first time. Yeah, yeah. you like, Very tough. <laughs> yeah, it took me some time. Honestly, like, a lot of these, what I'm saying was, like, things that... You want to fight? Oh, no, no, no. I don't be wanting to fight. I mean, like, I can... She likes If need be. Okay, yeah. first of all... First of all... She, she said, I got five minutes after this. If need be... I'm joking. These I'm hands. Joking. No, I'm kidding. Um, Catch these hands. They're rated E. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, no, I wasn't going to say that. What was I going to say? I don't remember what I was going to say. Wait, did you just say they're rated E? For everybody. For everyone? <laughs> That's a new oh no you <laughs> put that right in my notes. Yeah, that was different. Rated E. That. That's some Detroit shit. Yes, yeah, Detroit shit. Like, yeah, when I was in Detroit, I heard this. I lied to heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. I just caught that. It's all good. I'm glad someone caught it. Cause no one reacted. Now look. Yeah, I didn't get you. Yeah, though. you slipped that in. Oh, yeah, it was a good. You slip. just slipped that in. Rated E for everybody. <laughs> cool, but um. <laughs> Yeah, what was I about to ask? Let me slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't even know my slider. Yeah, you, you light skin, lightweight. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready for that. That's what they say. Bring it on. I'm with you. I'm with you. But nah, what, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. So, who, uh, is, who are some of your inspirations? And before you answer that, I got I to gotta go in on you, though, because you said something about my homegirl, Alicia, early. Alicia Keys. You like, I love her. Back when she could blow. Like, when did, when did she stop be, being able Ooh. to sing? Here's my thoughts on this, okay? As a, as a vocalist. Okay. As a vocalist. I'm listening. Okay, Alicia Keys is one of my biggest influences. Don't I had every single album. I lit As a songwriter, as a singer, Ooh, I walk trust. Walk that back. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to let y'all know because mm-hmm. y'all must be from the city. Y'all, y'all is okay. So Alicia Keys can sing. She's a music, like she's a trained musician. Like mm-hmm. she can sing still. Hence why she's still on the voice. I'd be defending her. But her voice is damaged. Like there's vocal damage to her chords. I can tell when she sings because I studied her deep, like <clears throat> all her tracks. Her voice is a little gone. Like when she performs live, I can tell. Uh, is that attrition? Well, or? over time, the same thing happened with Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Mariah Carey. Over time, if well. you're like, sing, if you're constantly touring and like not taking care of your voice, like staying hydrated, if you're smoking weed, like, and you're touring and singing songs out of your vocal range, if you're right, Alicia Keys writes very hot. The songs, the keys she writes in, are very high. But when you listen to her voice, it's like, girl, you are. She can sing low, like. So I can tell that she was overdoing some of it. But that could not be her fault. It could be the label is like, well, you know, Girl on Fire sounds better in this key. And she's probably like, yeah, but, like, it's harder for me to sing that live. You know, I have to yell that. She had to get the capo and bring it down a little (laughs) bit. Right. And so, like, for me, when I say that, (laughs) I didn't mean that in a malicious way. Like, genuinely. No, that's good. We had to clear it up. As a singer, you know, and as someone that, you know, I pay attention to that, like, I love her. I adore okay. Alicia Keys. I was but her voice has suffered day. from 
some vocal damage. But she people be trying to hold her, and I be coming to her people. defense. When did you notice a dip? Like <clears throat> I noticed what a album? dip after Girl on Fire. Yeah, that mm-hmm. album wasn't as good. Yeah, as and the... I think you know, like obviously, like the album As I Am album. Uh, that she definitely took more of a. Because here's the thing. Okay, let's let's get into this. So Diary of okay. Leash Keys. You know, if I ain't got you, that song is up there. Like I be trying to sing, I'm like to be able to belt that song like consistently every night. Like doing that on tour, you better be bringing that key down like three, four steps because it's hard. Like unless you're a soprano, natural soprano, or unless your technique is really good. And like, and I don't think that that's what she was doing because I've been, I watch her live performances. Every- Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everything, like that's not what she does. Like she's trying to get, push the song out. So I think that on top of No One, which is another high song, mm. that on t- and then the next hit, Girl on, all her hits, all the songs people want to hear live are high as as hell like these songs are hard to sing mm. and alicia keys has the chops she does but over time i don't think anyone can sustain that even whitney houston suffered some vocal damage by the end of her career you know aside from any other influences mm-hmm. she did like cocaine <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna say besides it. that though um bobby but, brown you know, like it's, it's it's a muscle it would be like you overworking a mu- like as an athlete like your vocal cords are muscles it's one of the biggest mm. muscle groups in your body and oh. so you if it's not fully hydrated at all times you're not gonna be able to hit certain notes like the way it's just like a lot to it so alicia keys my girl i adore her okay i wanted to be her for quite some time but yeah, that's why I threw that. Love little. you, Alicia. That's, we did. How do you prepare then? 
Like so you, for me, like, so for example, I have a show for this Friday in Harlem and I'm also coming off of having like a cold. Like I don't, I'm not sick anymore, but I'm coming off of having a cold. So what I've been doing is overdoing the water because the medicine I'm taking for my cold is dehydrating. And so I am like, okay, if instead of drinking three, 33 liters, you know, of water a day, I'm doing like four a day mm-hmm. and drinking tea before bed and not talking like a lot like i mean this is the most I've we talked, apologize yeah. no this is fine like <laughs> i was planning i yeah. honestly Sorry drank a lot that. of water for this yeah. and i was like <laughs> i mean honestly probably not drinking alcohol but like it's whatever but that's how i prepare <laughs> and I, not over like i said like i don't i keep a i always am adjusting to where my voice is at like if i'm not feeling at 100 percent on friday i might change the key of some of my songs mm-hmm. you know and or just change like the voicings of the song because that's going to give the same idea but a different it's gonna make it easier on me and my instrument, which mm-hmm. is a part of my body. So like, I gotta take care of it. You know, you can't just go get it fixed like that. So, I have a question. Since you you pay attention to um, singers' voices and stuff, so when you hear uh, like in hip hop, a lot of these rappers get melodic. Mm-hmm. Who do you think does it the best, or the <laughs> worst, or if anybody best. does it good at all? What do you think when you hear like rappers okay, what getting I'm about melodic? To say is- Probably people are going to make fun of me because I said it before and people are like, Antonio, what the, what are you talking about? I really, the last Migos album, what they did like vocal background wise, like the arrangements Culture. dope. Yeah. Like they do a lot that. of like singing. <laughs> like I like, I noticed that. Like that was something I noticed. So I'm like, what are these vocal arrangements in the back? Like the oohs. Like they do, it's really simple. Like they're not singing a bunch, but it's where they're doing like harmonies, like really low, like. And it, it's subtle enough to where I don't think a person that just is listening to, like, you know, twerk a little bit isn't going to notice it. Like, mm. but for me, I listened to the album and I'm like, they are like, who came out? I'm, I, my first thought was like, did they come out with this or do they have someone in all the All three studio? of them? Anybody in particular? Just or the all music three? Well, background. I definitely think Offset gets more into, like, some of the oh, wow. melody stuff. But yeah, he's, he's an ad lib huh? guy. He's an ad lib guy for sure. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other, like, hip hop artists. You know, now that you why said you thinking, that. Though, speaking on like the the background and the melodic feeling though, yeah. Wiz does it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Wiz Khalifa does. does it a lot in his songs. Like I listen a lot of times I'll get caught in background music as well because I used to be in the band. So like that's mostly what the band is when they're playing. They're playing like the background music, mm. and like that's what I always hear. I'm listening to Wiz like yo, he's singing in the background. Like yeah, uh, like, he does shit right. like that in the background yeah. all the time. I'm like oh, okay, cool. And it makes the song sound fuller, fuller, and it exactly. makes you feel it more. But yeah, proceed. Basically, yeah, Kevin no, tried to throw you an alley. People want you to say Drake. You no, no, I want to say Drake. I want to know your thoughts on Drake. I want to know your <laughs> thoughts on Drake. Okay, here's the deal. Before I talk about Drake, every time I talk about Drake, it ends up in a fight. People oh, yes. have a problem with Rated E is coming out. <laughs> uh, people come for me. They're like, well, thank you. Like, they don't like I got you, I just want your honest I thoughts. have an unpopular opinion, apparently. Oh. I don't fuck with that motherfucker. I don't like him. Oh, I don't like him. So, music. cooling out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Wow. Are we allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please, this go. ain't ready to eat. Why? Why? We could just, <laughs> just a quick sidetrack. Okay, and you don't like his music. His music does nothing for me mm-hmm. lyrically. I'm bored. It's very <laughs> shit. I'm bored. He talks about the same thing, and like I just feel like he's just in a constant pity party, and it's mm-hmm. like don't just over him. And he can't. What do you think about his singing? When I don't he does think it? he has any vocal ability. Oh, I think wow. that he Yo, my can try. There, Damn, you wasted that. I think he tries. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. <laughs> but I would never call him a singer. 
Let me tell you something right now. How about now. A, a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar? I love any? Kendrick Lamar. Uh, J. Cole, I, I don't not like him, but like I'm not as into him as I'm into That's like good, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. As long okay. as you don't hate but J. Cole him. is great. Yeah, I think he's like he's one of the generations where I'm like, I love the messages he I love what <laughs> he has to hurt. say. You know, but I gotta be honest with you, I would I would take any I don't want Drake. I mm-hmm. want him gone. I don't yeah. like him. Okay. Yo. And this is why people don't like like they always No, 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 argument. I respect it. No, but no, no, no. why? You like, are heavily trained on singers' voices, so I really he I does, respect vocally, your opinion. he does nothing for me. He stays within the same three notes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't move anyway. He can't sing. He just likes to sing. He, oh. I think a lot of people like to sing. Yep. Yeah. Damn. All right. But all right, should cool. we all? Mm. No, apparently. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> you see that? A lot of people like to sing. But should we all? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Rated E for everyone. <laughs> that's, Listen, that's that. Yeah, you brought well, okay, up Jake. That's like the only time I usually get My really apologies. You know what? I didn't you can that. always come back on this show. Because you just heard both of their feelings. I oh, love no, it. I respect that. Wait, I respect no, what are your thoughts? They love Drake. Drake is a second coming. Oh, I mean, a we lot think of he things. has great vocal range. <laughs> <laughs> no, we think. You know, yeah, we definitely love Drake. And well, you were yeah, talking about like voices. No, yeah, voice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like I said, I don't because I'm not a fan. I don't mm-hmm. listen to him all his music. So I'm sure there's probably some deep cuts in there that's like, wow, this is really good. And like, obviously, mm. he's one. Here's the thing. Here's don't walk it back. I can you, have yeah, my opinion. I have my opinion, right? We all have an opinion. But, and this is what I tell people every time I get in an argument with them, a fact of the matter is, even though I don't like him, he's not for me, I don't care for his music, he's one of the greatest of our generation. He's going to go down to history. He's, everyone loves him. There's a reason why he's selling out. He's for somebody. He's just not for me. Mm. I just can't do it. Y'all Got both you. look like you have something to say. No, no, that's fun. good now. I mean, I, I'm not hurt because really, we've heard yeah. this before. I wanted your opinion. Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're way more knowledgeable on this. So I've never heard this before. I'm but done? I love it all. You never interested heard that? how it comes across. Drake if I was trained with your ear, maybe you. I would think the same. <laughs> and like also like as a I'm like into more I don't know, I like like I said, like I like Kendrick, I like J. Cole, I like Common. I like a little older oh. too, like Tribe So for me, like Drake doesn't do like Drake is just talking about the same shit every song, at least the popular one. And I'm just like, it's just what rapper has the best voice when they do try like again the melodic. Aside from like Migos, yeah. When they get melodic, yeah. Hmm. I don't I don't I mean I have I feel like that's sort of new, right? Like is that a newer trend? Drake started it. Yeah. I don't really know who else is even doing that right now. I don't, other than like me, go, like I don't listen to that much hip hop. Did rap. you hear Damn? Yeah, I listened to that. So when you hear Kendrick on a song like Love, like, what oh, do you think Love. about? I like that. I like his approach. I don't, I wouldn't say he's a singer. I wouldn't be like, Kendrick is saying. So he just utilizes his <laughs> voice. Yeah, properly. like I, I just think that the song, he served the song well and also had a good singer on the song, mm. you know, and the way the melody is set up in that song. The melody with the rapping, because that's a song I actually like to cover sometimes, because it is more melody driven. Mm-hmm. But he's not like singing. He's like he's he's I don't know how to describe it, but he's in a place in his voice where he's not necessarily yeah. singing. It's like rap singing, which is a Drake thing. That's what Drake does. Um, but I like how I like. I think oh, Kendrick a lot does of it disgust well when you gotcha. like his ass. No, I'm kidding. But um. <laughs> But I want to get back to something I asked you earlier, but then, you know, we got into Alicia Keys' conversation. Oh, sorry. No, no, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. Because I, <laughs> I asked it, then I was like, you know what? You disrespected Alicia Keys, but you cleared that up. But I want to know, yeah, like, who I are some of your, like, inspirations? Um, as, like, a singer? 
I'd singer, say songwriter. singer songwriter altogether it would definitely be um so I grew up listening to Mariah Carey huge as a songwriter she writes all her songs like she's oh that's new to me I didn't that know that is something either. that well, I Cannon was right you want to know how Ooh, <laughs> that's good that's cute um <laughs> That's cute. Here's the thing. When I was coming up, like, listening to her, here's something, too. Before I realized I liked songwriting, mm -hmm. I always looked at the credits in the CDs. You know, like. Oh, that's back in the days when they have the books. books. Yeah, yeah, the books. And I'd be like, who? I would study them on Alicia Keys songs. Like, I follow all of her producers because I remember being 13 and having Diary of Alicia Keys and mm. seeing Crucial Keys on there. I'm like, who is Crucial Keys? And I'm like, he's on every single one of her records. And the, all these things. I'm like, who is this guy? And I follow him on Instagram now. And he's he he was writing with her, producing with her. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mariah Carey is a songwriter, 100%. She's a great songwriter. Um, and I think, you know, I'm going to throw some shade at her. Between 90, 95, I, her voice had a major impact on me. After that, I can't say much. Um, and then Anita Baker, for sure, vocals the vocals, all of that. Luther Vandross, uh, vocal arranging. I, it's very specific. Like, I, like, listen to them for certain things. Like, mm -hmm. I love vocal his Vocal arranging? Yeah, so, like, harmonies. For the listeners. We know what that means. But right. For the listeners. Kev has no idea <laughs> so what you're talking arranging. about. <laughs> Drake has where a lot everything of that. Is pl where the vocals are placed <laughs> in the song. Okay. Like, ad-libs and mm -hmm. just the way he's approaching different melodies. Like, he, that's arranging like the song, the vocals part of the song, um, and his voice in general. Like Luther Vandross is a beast. Stevie Wonder, just in general, oh. that I, I love him so much. Like all his records, major influence. And then <laughs> Lauren Hill um, had a her her record had a big influence on me too. Like my yes. dad had it, and he would play it all the time. And Which I one? took it from Miseducation. Miseducation. Oh, her album. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I mean, the MTV Unplugged album. I did like that. It was straight acoustic and like a mm. lot. It had some uh, negative critiques, but I, as a songwriter, enjoyed it. Um, so Lauren Hill, Alicia Keys, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, Anita Baker, Mariah Carey, and you know, I uh, um, when I was like coming up, like practicing every day. What I would do is practice every hour. Like I would come in from. From in middle school, I'd come home from school and I'd practice till nine, ten o'clock till my mom would yell at me and be like, Stop. How singing. many hours a day is that? Probably like four or five hours a day. Oh, I would age? practice trying to sing. I would 13. I had the entire Whitney Houston's her first album, every song I had down and I was singing that shit and my brother be in the background like, You ain't on that note. Like he would have his piano and he'd be hitting the note, mm -hmm. like that's wrong. Um, a good older brother. He is a great. He really <laughs> is. Like, he had my back. <laughs> he he would. I mean, at the time, I was so sensitive. I took it. Yeah. As like. Yeah, but oh, when you I look back, sing. it's like. Yeah, but like looking back, I'm like, he helped me like learn how to sing in tune. Like yeah. I don't know if I would have had my ears as like in tuned as they are if I didn't have someone in the background. Being and you like, were receptive. You didn't. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, at the time, on, it would yeah. be like, dude, why don't you just let me sing my song? You work on your Mozart yeah. or but whatever. Would he, take his, notes? <laughs> <laughs> would he take his notes, though? That he was I don't know. He would, like, he would literally just be sitting there working on a song, like, because it was in our basement. He'd be, like, on the other side of the basement. I'd be on the other side, and I'd have my headphones in, and I would be singing the song, you know, like, and he would be playing his song. We both have our headphones in, and sometimes he would hear me, and he'd be like, Antonia, you're flat. He's like, you're not singing the notes. And I would be like, well, I would just get so hurt. Like, it would turn into an argument. And then he would explain to me. He's like, yeah, but, like, it's fine. You need to. He would just, like, explain to me what I should do. And he was young. Like, he was probably 15 years old. Mm -hmm. But he knew what to tell me. 
and you know from there that helped but like those are the people that those artists were what I was listening to and singing along to and like I would look at their credit you know like who's writing what like I wanted to know and so that's my like biggest influences got you do you uh, this is such a random question but do you because like you're such a you're so in tune with like Music and like you know songwriting and singing just in general. Do you find yourself more um, in tune with an artist's live performance rather than their like album? For example, like me, right on J Cole's Forest Hill Forest Hills Drive album. I really enjoy his live album. I don't know why. I just feel like I connect with it more. Like when I actually hear him speaking rather than being mixed down, mastered, all that stuff. Do you find yourself having any connection to that, or does that not matter to you? It's just a very random question. No, I think that it's easier for me to connect when it's live. Like, and I also like that, like with live albums, different. They vary. They they change things up. You know, like it's mm-hmm. more like it's like live recording. It's kind of so, like freelancing. Yeah, like you're like free. They're like freestyling certain things. Freestyling, too. yes, correct. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> hey, we all gotta be the wrong beer, sometimes. No, yeah, at work today. Uh, <laughs> Holidays. I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay. So, um, yeah, I do. I think that I don't know if it has more of an impact on me because I can find something that I like about a recorded album, you know, just Mm -hmm. as much as I, you know, a studio album, just as much as I do a live recording. But there's certain moments that you you can only get live, you know, like Mm. you like you might not be able to in the studio. It's different. The studio, they're probably doing like, you know, 25 takes of like one line and then piecing it in. But like live, it's like on the fly. Like they're singing it in that moment, and they're creating in that moment. And I think that's like a beautiful thing. So no matter what, I think that that can speak to me, depending on who it is and how it's done. Gotcha. Yeah. I have a question. You mentioned a lot of legends, but current day, who are some like artists whose music current you day. like or just think are great vocally? Vocally, who do I like right now? Well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, maybe correct me if this isn't current day. But and also, if you know who this is, Amel Larue. Do you guys know who that is? You know who Groove Theory is? Tell me if you want. Oh uh, yeah. To. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That singer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she still makes songs? Yeah, she puts out records. Like she just has a <coughs> bunch of records yeah. out. When I that love song her. came out, ninety. That long time. She yeah that that is like what. That's one of like the only songs that I know people know her from. My Cat's Birth, yeah. Um, but you're talking, okay, you're talking about some, <laughs> no, you're talking about some bigger artists than right now. Maybe the 2010. I do so like. Sorry, the 2010. I hate you. That's recent, but. <laughs> I wish people could see that. Yeah, you guys were born in. Yeah. I really like, um, okay, maybe you guys know this person. Leanna Le Havas. No, okay. Vocally, she's great. She's a UK artist. Um, okay. I like a lot of UK artists. You like Estelle? Artists. Oh, I love Estelle. She's, she's the great. Only one I know. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Thank you for that. I think Adele can sing, but my thoughts on that is like, you know, we I feel like it's one of those things where it's like I've heard this before. You know, like it's like a, we hear people that can blow and sing, you know, like Oh, so you've heard better. Hell yeah. <laughs> CC Winans. I mean, yeah. Karen Clark uh, Shears. Like, okay, talk your shit. That's that Motown <laughs> shit. Like, I'm like, oh, I heard me. it. You know, and like, she's Currently, though, in her, her era now. I think she's, I mean, yeah, she's good. I can't. Who's better can't in her era right now? Who's better than, I think Beyonce, Beyonce? is better than Adele. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm. Beyonce can sing. I'm upset that, you know, I don't know if you guys watched the AMAs the other day. 
But y'all hear at least that uh, oh, Christina, Christina Aguilera ruined the Whitney Houston tribute. I yeah, did. I heard of it. Yeah, so I was like, I was listening to it, and I'm like, you know who? Because everyone's like, well, who's big right now, you know, that really could do this right now? And I'm like, Beyonce. Like, Beyonce has the range. Like, she'd be great. Like, she would have, I don't know, she would have maybe overdone some of the songs. Mm. I don't know. But I feel like at least if we're looking at it in the context of who really could do this right now, Beyonce, Beyonce. really could she do did it. As bad as, did she do as bad as Rich Homie? <laughs> Word. Well, no, 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 no. Because Christina could actually sing. No, okay. She just had some trouble. Yeah, on I don't know. It. I don't why. know what was going on. It sounds she... like she's got some vocal cord damage. Because mm, it just was having. She was shame. having some trouble. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like she got some vocal cord damage. That's how you throw shade in the it music. It does. <laughs> I love the last stuff, but <laughs> it just sounded like she either Let's that or she for was me. really <laughs> nervous and let the nerves get to her. It was just shaky. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, saw. I agree. I, I didn't listen I agree. To they even had Pink's face, and she's like, <laughs> even there's a couple people that were. And here's the thing: it's a legend. Like it's Whitney Houston. This is really the best singer out of everyone current. Why do they always do that though? Like they always like cast these artists. They can't get the that people they want. Like no relation. It has to be that they can't get. Yeah, they Aguilera couldn't get a Beyonce. The Houston, Rich Homie Kwan, the Notorious B.I.G. Like, come on now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> like that was a reach. They couldn't yeah. get the artists they want. Yeah, Beyonce's too expensive. Yeah, that's true. And Christina Aguilera ain't expensive. <clears throat> Not as Not as Beyonce. Beyonce. As Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Wait. So, like, what about you? I know you guys aren't the artists or the singer, but like, who's your favorite like singers right now? Like, what are people what? listening to? I feel like I'm like in a closet. Wow. I've been like, it hold up. What are the young room. kids listening to today? <laughs> singer wise. Like singer wise. Singer wise. Yeah. Like, who do you um, like? Well, Sabrina Claudio. Oh, her voice is. She's See, amazing. I do like her. I like uh, Sanfa. She's good. Oh yeah, I like him. He's good. He's super good. Uh, Drake. Okay. Just say it. <laughs> Singer wise, Frank Sanfa, Ocean, Frank Ocean, mm. The Weeknd. The Weeknd always got a spot on my heart. This is a guy named Daniel Caesar. I don't oh know yeah, you. yeah, I've heard of him. He's great. Uh, mm. I have to think now. There's a girl. Her name is like Yeba or I'm with the flow. Y e b b a. She's great. I forget how to pronounce it. Oh, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, I'm things people are coming to mind. There's an artist. Her name is uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled N A O. I think it's like just not O. Y'all should check it out. She's mm. dope. She's another UK artist, but like she's she's mm. like up there with like how SZA is. SZA's fire. I was just SZA is fire. Oh my god, SZA. Her is a great vocalist. Have y'all heard of? I have. Her, yeah. She's great. Um, you know, like for me though, like, there's also a hymn that's also very good. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm I not, heard about oh. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah I'm, not being I'm not kidding. No, I didn't want to think. I, was I believe you. Yeah. Um, well played. No, no, he exists. <laughs> There's also a him. No, I'm not kidding. I promise I heard it somewhere. Yeah, like those are like, I guess I don't listen to them though, like often. I don't know. Lately, when I'm listening to music now, lately I'm listening more for like sound, like I'm listening more like sounds, like not even vocals anymore. Like mm. sometimes I'll be like, do I want to like, I'm like, if I really want to listen to someone sing, sing. There's an artist, her name is Kirby. 
Um, I Everybody recommend you all listen to her. You putting me on. Ooh. I'm like, she my list can right now. sing. Like, she's a writer too. Her credits are Beyonce. Like, she's been in the background for quite some mm, time, yeah. and now she's like decided, like, I'm gonna, you know, I think I'm gonna put myself out there. She's someone that I listen to if I want to hear like a vocalist just like go in. But lately, I've been listening more for as a producer. Like, my ear is more like, yes, that's, that's her. She is so dope. Bad Blood is such a good song. Um, we'll but yeah, see. so like music wise, I've been listening more like as a producer, like I'm like, okay, because ever since I started getting because I just this past year recorded an EP. Um, and so I was actually able to sit in the studio and like, that's out. Not yet. It's, in the, oh, okay. it's being mixed and mastered right now. Oh, like it's you in the see, process. you bougie now. I'm bougie now, you know, <laughs> so, so I've been able to like explore more outside of just the lyric melody chord progression. Now I'm thinking more like, okay, what do I want the baseline to sound like? Where should the drums come in? What kind of drum? You know, and so lately I've been listening to music like that. And so I haven't really even been listening to R&B. Like I've been listening to some folk music, more singer-songwriter stuff, rock, like rock soul, um, lots of older stuff um, just to hear. Like, because I want to be not like forcefully different, but I don't want to fit into whatever mold is happening right now like that's cute whatever trend is happening right now is whatever trend i don't care though i want to make i want to cater to the songs i have but like with fresh ideas utilizing like different things that inspire me Mm. so i'm like exploring more music in general and listening to it as a producer and less as like a singer so instead of a genre more of a Music. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even like if I yeah my thing is a mess. Like if I showed y'all my iTunes, you'd be like, what is this shit? Like (laughs) other. It's all (laughs) other. It's just all over the map. It's like suggested for you all over. All over the place. All (laughs) over the place. So that's why I was like, yeah, what are people listening to right now? Because I've been such in the zone of like writing, 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 coming up with ideas for like producing. Like I go, I open a coffee shop in Harlem every day, and I work there for eight hours, and then I come home and I write. And if I'm not writing, I'm getting ready for my show that night. So it's literally like my life. Like mm-hmm. when I'm at work, I, I get to pick the playlist. I'll be like, okay, what should I listen to today? You know, because the Pandora, I'm like, I think I want to listen to John Mayer radio. Because that's going to play a bunch of different stuff that like I usually wouldn't be listening to. You know, maybe I'll be able to hear. And I'll listen while I'm working. I'm like, ooh, like I like this, like guitar lick. Like, so that's how I've been listening to music lately, not mm-hmm. like just like passively. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. You mentioned John Mayer. What do you think of him and also Tumor? Future and a young thug. The way he... No, no, no. Specifically young. The way he distorts his voice on a record. How does that come... Which? Who? Future? Young. young Well, both, actually, at times. Okay, so... Young thug. Okay, I'm trying to think of if it's who I think it is. No, I'm thinking of Travis Scott. Okay, don't don't worry about him. What do you think of a future? Future? Um... (laughs) What do you mean? What do I think of like? I'm singing. Okay. Harmonizing, whatever you. I would have to hear him live to make that decision. Fair enough. Because I've only now here's the thing, and I say that because it's like okay, obviously I've already stated my case about Aubrey, and my (laughs) thoughts. Call him a first name. So I've seen him. I've here's the thing. When people have tried to convince me that he's a good singer, I would go and be like, okay, let me see his YouTube. Let me see him sing live because I'm like. Maybe he can actually sing, you know, and I'm not giving him enough credit. Mm. And so I'd go listen to him. Thanksgiving coming up. <laughs> Continue. Yes. And so I'd, I'm sorry. And so I'd go listen to him. And I'm like, oh, he can't actually hit the notes. And so I haven't done that with Future yet. I haven't actually done some digging on whether he can sing. 
And so I don't have an opinion on him vocally. I think he makes some fun songs, though, like Real Sisters is my shit. Oh, okay. So she has her future her future list. I mean, I don't think he could really sing it. I don't know if he's a singer. I feel I like it's know. like one of those things where maybe it is more studio, like altered. Mm. I don't know, though. I've never seen like what he does like live. Like, what does he do? I mean, he talks. It sounds like talking, but like in a cool way. It's right, like, yeah. I mean, like, I can't, I don't really hate on um, Future. I'm more concerned about Future. You know, like, I'm less we all in hater he's, mode. And he's going to damage like, his... Uh... I'm just concerned. Like, I hope he's okay. Like, you know, based oh, off of what he's talking about in his songs. Yeah, I'm like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> like, those Fair are my enough. thoughts. Because I'm like, it's just, it's concerning. So other than that, that's how I feel about Future. And then you said Travis Scott or Young Thug, you said. Yeah, I did. Young Thug. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. The only, I only... No one song, I think, and the whole time I thought it was Lil Wayne, and okay. so that, I don't have that much answers that on that. I only mentioned him because he like um like Kendrick at times they'll distort their voices and I don't know do things with their voices, but I don't I guess you don't listen to that much hip hop. No, I don't. Okay. Well, and the things like because I did listen to the Damn album, everything that he's doing distortion wise fit like it 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 serves the song like mm. he's not distorting the whole time. It serves the production element of the song, and so for me, it doesn't. It's just this is just his. It's a part it, like it adds to the music for me. So under certain circumstances, I'm all for that. Like that's Could the you artwork. Ever get that, um... Like for myself, yeah. I mean, maybe I wouldn't shut that possibility down. I don't know where everything's going for me, so I'm just like you know, I'm open yeah. to it. I'm like you never know. Maybe like, one day I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it sounds like you got a path together. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, like you don't really care about the numbers. You just care about doing the music. And yeah, I really want to just feel, I just want to make my, I want to make art that is authentic in the moment that I'm making it, but also is relatable mm-hmm. without me having to force it being relatable. To force it, yeah. Because like there's a lot of things that are, that are relatable that I'm like not doing right now. So mm-hmm. I'm like. I don't have my, I can't really sing about going to a club right now because I don't go to clubs. Like, you know, so it's hard for me to even you wrap my me. head around writing about it. You can't find me in the club. I mean, yeah, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, you know, like even listening to like SZA's album, I loved her album. It was very relatable. And everyone the Side Chick it. album? Yeah, it was just relatable. Like, no, I guess nah, for I'm, me, I'm it's, I guess like what she like for example, um, the Drew Barrymore song. Okay, that's a good. That song, song is her. The writing she's singing about feeling not good enough for somebody. That's mm. what that song is about. Then on the next song, she writing about. See, I didn't listen to that. I only listened. I haven't even listened to the whole album. But like, it's a great album. Something. But listen to it though. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's for a side me, chick's anthem. For me, those songs, like that song stuck out for me. I'm like, yeah, like that. And the way she's saying it, I'm like, yes, like this is, it's true. And I'm, everyone can relate to it. Guy, girl, it doesn't matter. Like everyone at some point feels inadequate in some way, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's good songwriting. If you can, you know, find a way to say it where people can connect. Gotcha. So. You going to play the guitar? Yeah, you want me to play <laughs> it? I'm going to have to. Do you have a name for your guitar? Jump right to it. Okay. No, I do not name. I don't transition into things. I know. I was like, okay, damn. Look at you. <laughs> you going to play? It's happening to a couple of bands. I've been getting real aggressive. You about to play the guitar? You had asked me about John Mayer, and I didn't answer it. Oh, you damn. Know. Go ahead and answer it then. What was the question? I went to the restroom. I can't What do you think about him just... vocally? Vocally, I don't think he's that good of a singer. But I think he's a great Shade. songwriter. 
And he's got a nice, like, he can sing, obviously, but, like, I don't, I, I, I mean, his voice isn't why I listen to his music. Okay. I listen to his music for his guitar playing. His lyrics. And his lyrics. And, okay. like, I love the songwriting. Continuum. We got the capo out. You finna go off. We got the capo out. You know how we do. It's my favorite. I still listen to that. And he came out with an EP, I think, this year. I forgot the name of it, but it's pretty good. I listen to the... um, Color something? I don't know. Let me see. I think it's called Seller Company. No, that was his album. The Search for Everything. That's one. The Search for Everything. That was good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we want to hear Drake. Uh, no, 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 no. Do with your heart. With your heart. No, do you mentioned love? Do love. Okay. Love. Uh, the Kendrick Lamar song. I usually song. Oh, mention it's one of you. Is just like I transition that, so I just do like the the chorus. Is that okay? Yeah, please. Whatever your heart. Yeah, we want goosebumps. We don't ask for much. Oh, yeah. we want goosebumps. Okay, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just play. perform whatever you would like, yeah. Okay. Whatever makes you happy, beloved. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of this. I do love. Can I do a couple songs? Or y'all just want to hear one song? Which I want. You see how they get? <laughs> Give y'all a whole I set hate now. You. You know <laughs> it helps me to decide. Can I love do a couple of songs or just song. one? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all y'all want? <laughs> I perform a favorite then. Just a favorite of you love to. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's Come on, Baloney. That's on cold. <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> I said that at a show last week, and everyone was like, Of course we do. And I'm like, Fuck out of here. Like, like, there are places I go that they're Back like, to Detroit. Oh, <laughs> do you know Aaliyah? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm lowering this key because, you know, my voice is kind of gone, but I'm going to sing this for you. Um, it's Are You That Somebody? I'll just do a little, and then I'll do a little of love for you. Okay. Boy, I've been watching you like a hawk in the sky that flies and you are my prey. Boy, I promise you if we keep bumping ass, I know that one of these days we gon' hook it up, probably talk on the phone, but see, I don't know if that's good. I've been holding back this secret from you I probably shouldn't tell it But if I, if I let this go You get to nobody I'm talking about nobody Are you responsible? Boy, I don't watch my back I'm not just anybody Is it my goal? Is it your goal? Sometimes I'm good at good Right now, not not hey Say yes or say no Cause I really need somebody Tell me that somebody And boy Won't you pick me up at the park Right now up the block While everyone sleep, sleep, sleep I'll be waiting there With my trench, my love My ad, just so I'm low key hey. If you tell the world Oh boy See, I'm trusting you in my heart, my soul. I probably shouldn't let you, but if I, if I let this go, you'll get to nobody. I'm talking about nobody. Are you responsible? Boy, I don't watch my back. 
Shit. <laughs> Did you like it? Okay. Hated it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Vocal <laughs> rage was like off. <laughs> Look, I have you know, receipts for this. You know, I text them today. I listened to all five of your songs on SoundCloud today, and I said one thing. Your voice is amazing. I have the receipts in it. <laughs> you know, I, oh, you know that part you. when you was like, naughty, naughty. I would have did like, naughty, naughty. <laughs> but, you know, I, <laughs> I, wait, say that again, I'll write it. No. no I would have went, <laughs> naughty, naughty. But outside of that, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. Goosebumps. Wow. Goosebumps. No, that yeah, was I'm good. Post, okay, I'll post it after. We're good. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we did. Okay, yeah. You tell. You, 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 all right. <laughs> you're, you're already ain't humble enough So I ain't about to gas you You know how the light skinned people get <laughs> Just in case no one sees this I'm light skinned No they gonna see I'm it I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna post it on my story I'm cool enough story Wow mm-hmm. Well Wow You got any lasting words for the people I mean that was that was a lot right there <laughs> Um, I mean right now Like I said I'm trying to get uh, Build a following So I want people to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is Tonia Music. It's T-O-N-I-A Music. Um, and I have a show on Friday in Harlem at the Gin Fizz at 9 o'clock. So. The Gin Fizz? Yes, it's give, right give next an address. to Red Rooster. Yeah, this come, this, this come, this, we're going to drop this on Wednesday. Okay, so yeah. by that time, you should have two days to get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two days, yeah. <laughs> It'll be a short set, but, um, you know, just got to let people know, like, hey, if Anyone's in Harlem, like that's something. Yeah, what's the, so you know where it isn't. Where yeah, it's at the so the it's right next to Red Rooster. I don't know the cross streets. I'm thinking. Uh, like I think that's Seventh Ave. Yeah, or Eighth Ave by the one. That's Seventh two Tray. Yeah, and I don't. That's not one two five. What's the name of the venue again? It's called the Gin Fizz. All right, y'all listen up. Y'all go check out Tonya at the Gin Fizz mm-hmm. Friday, November twenty fifth. Fourth, fourth, close. Damn, Thanksgiving early this it year. It is. Mm-hmm. So November 24th. Y'all go check out. What time are you going on? I go on at nine. At nine p.m. Y'all be out there, you know, mm-hmm. at Harlem. It's gonna be fun. Damn, that was that was dope. That was it, really. Yeah, that Thank was amazing. You. We appreciate you coming on the podcast, though. Oh yeah, when Mike sent the clip, I was like, yeah, yeah. good voice. Yeah, <laughs> Thank I know you. we don't trust Mike, but he came. Yeah, to- yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know him. She's on the I'm fucking around, but now we definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you for having we, me. Y'all respect it, respect, respect. What else I got? Oh yeah, as always, you know, you guys share, rate, subscribe the podcast. Make sure you you know stay up, uh, check our YouTube page. Yeah, more uh, videos up now. We got more videos. Up. We more videos up some vids. Up. We're gonna try to get some more full length vids up there. Mm-hmm. We got some big updates for you guys coming soon. Some future things that we're trying to do with the podcast. So you guys keep listening. Oh, Thanksgiving coming up. What yeah. are you thankful for? Oh, Thanksgiving's uh, coming yeah. up. What's everybody? Word about to drop tomorrow, we... and I'm out here like, yeah, y'all have. It's whatever. I can't right, when like... I see y'all. Yeah. I can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> we gave my hour, fifteen minutes. Get out, get out of my face. <laughs> What am I thank you thank thank you for? Mm-mm. Let me let me let me pass this off. <laughs> nah, I'm thankful for. Nah, I'm lying. <laughs> nah, I'm thankful for family and friends. I'm thankful for this podcast. We've been doing this for over a year now. I mean, I didn't know what was gonna come out of it when we first, you know, yeah, this idea came to fruition. But you know, we've been grinding and watching the podcast grow over the year now. It's been. Mean some good. Yeah, truly creative some, people. Yeah, thank. We met some amazing people. Tonya, you're included. Thank you. You know, but nah, it's been cool. I'm thankful for this and family and friends and growth and prosperity in my personal life. Been chilling. So, yeah. What about you guys? 
Uh, we let her go last. She got. She got to oh, end okay. on a good note. You know. I mean, Jarrell said it all, so that's what I, I agree. do. That's yeah. what I do. Exactly. Yeah. I come through, still the show. Good health, and so yeah. So that's it. And yeah. vocal, <laughs> vocal ranges, and vocal yeah, ranges. Vocal, yeah. yeah. Vocal mm-hmm. Watch lights getting try to top me. And now. Drake, thank you for Drake. <laughs> oh yeah, more his life perspective. Huh? His perspective. All breeds. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Graham. <laughs> yeah. Um, my turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. really, y'all not really go. Okay, I'm thankful for uh, opportunities to share my music. Uh, great platforms like this podcast. We do. We do. Uh, I really appreciate it, you guys. What you're doing for creatives in general is awesome. Like giving them a platform is great. Um, also thankful for my mom. I miss her, and also I'm thankful for my brother for like. Yeah, he was waiting for that. Him, like I'm, I'd save that he for last. He listening. Like wait, what? He's, <laughs> he I was off, him. but what? Well, these are not a, what he probably what? like you didn't hit that note. <laughs> <but> you, <laughs> you was alright. <laughs> but no, I'm really, really thankful for my brother. Um, you know, and just being able to have like a roof over my head and be able to pursue my dreams and like have the support I have, you know, from him and you know, really from like all my friends and family and just even people that I just met, like you guys. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. That's dope. I hope New York mm-hmm. City gives you everything that you came here. To achieve and everything you're looking for here. Thank What's you. your brother's yeah, name again? His name is Eddie. Eddie? Yeah. Shout, Shout out to Eddie. Eddie. Y'all got, yeah. Shout out to Shout him. out to Eddie. Good man. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> as always, it's cool now until next week. Happy Thanksgiving and stay cool. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. <laughs>